Today's show is pre-recorded. I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. I feel it's necessary to explain what I say in the morning because somebody asked me, what do you mean by that when you say that in the morning? When I say, uh-huh, it's in response to David Hollister opening the song by saying, go ahead, Big Daddy. Go ahead. I said, uh-huh, I sure will. Then I say good morning, everybody, because I was raised that way. You're supposed to speak when you come in the room. I'm coming in y'all's room, whether it's your bedroom, the room in your house, your car, your office, you know, wherever you're at. I come in the room, I got to speak, so I say good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice, and then I got to introduce myself because as a performer, I always felt my best when I was introduced. It's no, why would you walk out on stage and anybody introduce you? You don't, you can't get the, a round of applause. It's just, it's horrible. So I say, you are listening to the voice, one and only Steve Harvey. Come on, dig me now. Now that's old school. I got that, but that's I was once again, dig me now. Is I want you to feel what I'm about to say. That's all I'm saying. I'm, that's not a bragging thing, you know. Y'all listening to the voice, one and only Steve Harvey. Come on, dig me now. I'm just asking you to feel what I'm saying in the morning because it's part of a promise that I made to God. See, a long time ago, I told God if he allowed me to make it, that when I got there, I would tell everybody I know how I did it. And I wasn't going to shortcut it or shade him on it. I said, if you allow me to make it, if you give me the strength, the courage, the wisdom, you gave me a gift, 
If you let me apply it, don't destroy myself in the process. Forgive me for my sins along the way. Continue to hold and rock me when I need it. When I make it, I promise you, Lord, when I get there, I will tell everybody how I made it. Well, this started back in L.A. when I got on the radio. And uh, I was making it okay. I was doing okay. But I had to keep my promise to God. My promise was, if you allow me to make it, I'll tell everybody how I got there. I have to tell you that every day. Because if it was not for that grace and mercy, I wouldn't even be here able to fulfill my promise. Because I've done enough dirt in my life, man, to not be worthy. He could have easily walked away from me a long time ago because I had show walked away from him. See, and I didn't walk away from him once. I walked away from him a bunch of times. But guess what? He forgave me a bunch of times. I'm a living example of hundreds of chances. His forgiveness and his mercy is available for everybody. It's the only reason I get on this show every day. It's the only reason I have the blessings that's coming my way. It's the only way that the things that keep happening in my life, man, that I have no explanation for is because of his grace and mercy. See, anytime something good happens in my life and I can't explain it, that's usually him. He exhibits to me, remember, I'm a forgiving God, man. Remember. So when you fall, Steve, don't lay down there. Don't you lay down there. Don't you let the devil fool you that because you done made some mistakes that you ain't that you can't do it. Because everybody gonna make them. There's none perfect, no, not one. So get up, keep moving, keep pushing, step on. What you laying there for? Your daddy didn't raise you that way. Look, man, my father was just about manhood. I'm going to just tell you, my daddy never had a conversation with me about church. He beat me for not going, but, you know, a couple times, but he wasn't about that, wasn't his message. That was my mama's job. My mama taught me about being saved, about loving the Lord, about giving your life, about the, the teachings of Jesus Christ. My mama was a Sunday school teacher, so I got all of that from her. My old man ain't had none of that for me. My old man talked to me about one thing all day long, hard-working manhood. And well, you're going to get that if you don't get nothing else from me. He gave that to me, so I got it. See, so my father, you say, excuse my language, but you ain't going to sit there like no little punk up in here. You ain't, that ain't what you finna do. You finna get up and go do what you supposed to do. Now stop all that whining like some little punk and go and get to moving. That's how my father talked to me. Now I'm just telling you real, it worked for me, though. And, and before you start emailing me, that had nothing to do with homosexuality at all. It's just that was his term for a man not acting like a man. That's all it was. It, it, had, it was not a gay reference at all. I want you to understand that before you start emailing me. So my daddy wasn't calling. That was not a sexual reference for him. My father talked to us. That's what he meant. I knew exactly what he meant. He couldn't have meant nothing else. He didn't even know nothing about that. My old man clueless when it come to that right there. So... When I was getting down and feeling bad about myself, my old man, he taught me this toughness, man. He gave me this grit, this doggedness, this go to work and work hard. That's why today when God does bless me with something, he ain't got to worry about me not working hard. Because that's in me. 
And when I get tired, I ask that same God for strength to keep on doing so I can do the blessings he got for me. So when you ask me, how you going to do all this, Steve Harvey? I don't know. I ain't got to figure that out. All I got to do is show up with the same amount of faith I've been showing up with. God handled the rest of it. See, y'all, <laughs> hey, man, let me tell you something. I don't see how you do it. I don't either. Can I, can I give you, hey, man, news flash. Let me hear, I don't see how you doing all that, Steve. You doing this, you doing that. You doing, Can I tell you something? I don't either. I just wake up with the faith, man, and trusting that if he going to bless me with it, he must be going to show me a way how to get it done. See, I ain't tripping on that part. See, I, once you take yourself out the how-to business, you can go on and get with it. But see, if you're going to trip yourself out with the how-to, you can't think like God can think. You can't figure like God can figure. So now you sitting up in here going, Lord, I want this to happen for me. Then oh, I don't know how I'm going to do all that. Well, guess what? You in the way now. See, you now you in the way. Because, see, God ain't asked you to figure out how to. He said, ask and believe. Then he said, faith without works is dead. That's my solution. That's the concoction that I'm functioning on. All I got to do is accept the blessing, keep the faith, be willing to work and believe. God can do anything but fail. Why would God bring me this far to leave me? Why would he bring you this far to leave you? So why I get up every morning? I have no choice. I got to get up in here and rest. When I'm running late, man, I try to plow through here. Sometimes I don't make it, man. I got to do a rerun, but I plow through here. Because, man, Steve, you're going to run out of something to say. No, nah, I'm going to just keep thinking. Now, you can't run out of that, can you? Because you owe him that. Matter of fact, when I get through talking, I really ain't thanked him enough. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, it is about to begin the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I have selected a song for you this morning that I, that I have just decided to just uh, uh, blurt it out. Hmm. I don't love you anymore. <laughs> oh, it's, it's just as simple. You <laughs> <laughs> gotta explain it to the young people listening. <laughs> oh man, they don't get it. You know, it's just old songs, man, where you just blurt out the beginning. And, and everybody know what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> I'm gone, gone. Yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. My daughter loves this song. Me too. Yeah. Fire. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, say, child. Fire. Woo, woo, woo. The woo, woo, woo. Fire. So, say, child. Fire. They don't make them like this anymore. No, they don't. The way you walk and talk, it really sets me off to a five-alarm child. Yes, it does. (laughs) The way you squeeze and tease knocks me to my knees. Come out smoking, baby. (laughs) The way you swerve and curve, it really rocks my nerves. And I'm so excited, child. 
Woo! Take whoa, your time. Whoa, <laughs> Let me know, huh? <laughs> Gonna get your wish. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bye. Surely strong. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let us have it, Steve Harvey. Man, Good just morning. I just felt like some old ass, hard ass singer. That's that lounge singer that never made it. Because he wasn't quite on the notes, but you couldn't tell him that. Yeah. <laughs> but he had man. all the Hollywood singer moves. Though. Man, all I ought to have Roscoe Wallace making appearance, man. Oh, Carla wow. Pharrell, your favorite Ro- Roscoe Wallace. Uh, yeah, what's up? Hard singing. Hey, Steve, what's up, crew? Ain't nothing with it. Junior. Morning, Unc. I just be seeing you in concert doing that whole thing, dog. That's what I be Boy, looking at. you don't understand. <laughs> I was there. Dog, I saw Teddy live. I saw how I play live. Uh-huh. Y'all missed concerts that was real concerts, and yeah. the dudes actually sound just like the record. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Luther. What no damn remixes? Uh-uh. <laughs> remix? No. You don't remix hits. Skin tight. <laughs> just random. Skin tight. Skin tie. I like when he just blurts them out of nowhere. You're a bad, <laughs> bad miss ass. Yeah. In them skin tight bitches. Hang on, Sugarfoot. Coming up uh, at 32 uh, can minutes. I, can, I, can I just go on and say good morning since ain't nobody say good morning yeah. to me? I'm good sorry, morning. Tommy. What's up, man? I'm sorry. My bad. Skin tight guy came over me. Never you talk <laughs> king of pranks. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we go with something funny. This is a story about marriage, though. Um, signs a marriage is doomed according... This is according now, Jay, to wedding photographers, okay? Uh-huh. There's no doubt wedding photographers have seen it all, right? We all hire wedding Sorry photographers. That. Was that the police? He got gadgets. Was that he the got police? All kind Are we of talking gadgets. about wedding and yeah. marriages? You, got gadgets. you call the police? <laughs> Go, ahead. Go ahead. Sirens and stuff? All right. Uh, anyway, wedding photographers have seen it all. And since they spend a lot of time getting to know a couple before a big day, many can see the signs of a doomed relationship even before the I do's, wow. even before they're even said, okay? Wedding photographers have shared the red flags that tell them a couple may be headed for divorce. Red flags include, here we go, a partner who's completely uninterested in taking the pictures. That's red flag. <laughs> in the first place. Right there. That's red flag. Right there. He could be already married. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dang. <laughs> a couple who doesn't spend any time together at a reception. All right, that's another sign. They're just away from each other the whole time? Yeah, that's another red flag. She's with her family. He's with his family. You know how it goes. I see you later. Here's another one. And couples who aren't on the same page over money. Oh, that's, that's definitely, definitely a red flag. Yeah, that's yeah. any relationship. Yeah, that was Jay's first. That was Jay's first marriage. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, here's another issue. If a couple has between a 20 and 25 percent rejection rate, uh, plus infighting amongst the wedding party. Rejection. Wow! Mm-hmm. Wow! 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. When other uh-huh. people said that he's not good for you or she's not good for you, yeah. mm-hmm. 25 percent of your friends said you shouldn't be that with that yeah. person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a couple yeah. couple who makes you know like little tiny little bitty subtle digs at each other throughout the wedding. Hope you're not that when we had a witness, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. There go well, your you damn mama. 
<laughs> we'll be losing some of that by wedding time. You're an expert at this. You gonna get that affix photo? You gonna get that affix? I don't think you're gonna be able to get in that dress, to be honest with you. <laughs> what? Hey. <laughs> Think your daddy will be yeah. out by the time to win? <laughs> 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 I told you this was for I know. So, <laughs> so, Jay and Steve, too, of course, we want you to chime in. It's your no, show. I'm going to chime in when you get through. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm just about through, but I do have a question to ask you. Did you guys have any doubts or did you see any red flags yeah, before you got married? Yeah, my daughter gave me the best sign ever. Uh-huh. Ever. And I didn't listen. My daughter said to me, mm-hmm. she said to me, Daddy, you ain't got to go through with this. We can just have a party and leave. (laughs) (laughs) Have the reception, but not the wedding. And then another friend of mine, Stephanie, said, Uh this was my, how many times have you married, Steve? You've been married. Well, which one? Yeah, well, anyway. This time will be probably, Stephanie, you knew Stephanie, this was about about a third. Yeah, about a third. Stephanie said, I said, Stephanie, you coming to my wedding? Stephanie said, and I repeat, no, dog, I'll catch the next one. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a movie? <laughs> a flight? Yeah, damn, Jay. <laughs> I'll catch the yeah. next one. Uh, no, no. <laughs> no, wow. no. I have a short list of things that I have discovered okay. that can happen during the wedding day or leading up to that will let you know this ain't finna work. Okay. Come on. From the wedding photographer perspective. Okay. If at no point do they want to hold hands for pictures. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Wow. That's a telltale. Yeah. That's a sign. That's a sign. Uh-huh. Here's another sign at the wedding. If it ain't but one person on top of the cake. <laughs> what? That's it, huh? What kind of cool make a cake like that? Yeah. yeah. You know, just a bride. Or just the groom. It's the cake topper, huh? One of them said, "Don't you don't even got to put don't, me don't, up on don't this." Don't put me up on that. Wow. <laughs> and here's the biggest time. way you could tell this 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 wedding ain't gonna last. If at the reception ain't no gifts on the table, that's a sign. That's what people have just said. I'm not finna buy nothing. Waste my money. Invest a quarter into this. This ain't finna last. Also, wow. if somebody says, so what day is that again? Now? <laughs> <laughs> what, what is that is this that? Wednesday? <laughs> really? Oh, okay. Getting married on a Wednesday? I'm going to try to be there. <laughs> Wednesday? I guess my favorite one was if you're taking digs. <laughs> I like <laughs> digs. Yeah. I like that cake. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. But God mm. does send you a sign all the time. Thank yes, you, Mike. Do it. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Thank you, Tell Mike. Take a signs. breath, mint, before we go up, walk down the aisle. Wow. We'll take one of them before we go down the Jesus. You all don't even like each other. Why go through with this? Mm-hmm. Them little you the groom. She coming down now. Dun, 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 dun. Now, now you up there, and this is what you turn around to your best man and say, hear her ass. That's the sign right there. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Here they go Hear her ass. Here she comes. In the and middle of the trip. I don't know if y'all know this about music, but this is the absolute truth. What? Taps and the wedding song. Taps and the wedding uh-huh. song uh-huh. are in the same key. I rest my case. <laughs> the death song? Yes. 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 That is terrible, Jay. But Jay is the expert. He is the expert, though. Wedding song, same key. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, you meet a lovely, beautiful woman. You meet her, a beautiful woman. Uh huh. You like her a whole lot. Yes. The relationship is growing. Mm hmm. It's about that time. You know that the next step is marriage. Mm-mm. What do you do? Didn't Steve tell you to stop doing this? Because <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just he life. Asked you several times, Jay. It's Told life. You, and every like every month, you do it again. Here <laughs> she comes. Like, you know, the damn name. thing he said. <laughs> like, like she gonna try a new angle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a new angle. I did try something new, Steve. You got that? <laughs> but surely, but surely, like, he ain't heard these angles. He's so unmoved by this new. He's system. heard it all, right? Because he felt that way about all of them. Yeah. Say, is it good during the relationship, but it get bad after the wedding? I, is, I hear what you say, Tommy. Is it good during the relationship? I like, hear what you say, Tommy. <laughs> Coming up right after this, the nephew's on tap with a prank phone call. We'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann will be here with today's national news and headlines. But uh, right now, it's time for the nephew to run that prank back. Can I claim your kids? Can I claim your key? Let's go. Yeah. Hello? Hello, uh, I'm trying to reach uh, uh, Devin. Devin. Yeah, this is me. Hey, Devin, how you doing, man? My name is uh, Curtis, man. Curtis. I was trying to reach out to you. You, uh, you your, your, your son, uh, he plays uh, basketball with my nephew, man. Uh, your son is the one that's on the on the Blazers Little League basketball team, right? Yeah, yeah, he plays for the Blazers. Everything all right? Yeah, yeah. Okay with my boy? Yeah, 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 yeah. Everything good, man. You know, they got a game Saturday and everything. I've I seen you a couple of times, man, at the game. I don't know if you remember me, man. Uh, light-skinned brother, about, about six foot. Yeah, I'm, I probably met you. I probably met you. You know, I'd be so intense with the game. But, yeah, what's, what's going on? Uh, uh, well, actually, man, I wanted to holler at you about about your son, man. Um, you, you, um, do, are you, are you, are you working right now? Are you currently working? Am I, am I working? Like, yeah, I am working. Actually, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, you have a you have a steady job, is what I'm asking. I mean, yeah. What you what you getting at though? Like, you know, I I, I thought you were calling about the basketball team, like uniforms. I know we got a game Saturday. You know, sometimes they want donation for sneakers and all that. Like you know, no, 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 no. What I was asking, so, so I mean, you, you got a regular nine to five job you go to all the time. Yeah, I got a nine to five. I mean, things is kind of crazy, but hours is kind of short. But you know, I still, I still work. I mean, what was going on? You need a job or something? No, no, no. Uh, I'm just checking, man. See, what I wanted to get at you about, man, is seeing. Uh, are you gonna? Are you gonna claim your son? Uh, on your income tax this year? Hold on, bro. Now, you said, am I going to claim my son on my taxes this year? Right. I mean, like, you you know, as as a dependent. Bro, you asking some real personal questions now. You know, like, we, you, you the guy that, you just said you know me from the basketball team that my son play on. Blazers. You know, and now you done jump from the blazers to do I clean my son on my taxes and do I have a, a steady income? I mean, like, you know, yeah, I, I got I got a steady income and I'm claiming my son. What, 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 I mean, what you trying to get at, bro? Well, well see, man, what I was thinking, uh, you know, I just wanted to read. You seem like a cool dude when I saw you at the gym, man. What I was going to ask you, bro, is 
you know, see, right now, man, when I get through with my taxes and stuff, I'm going to have to owe about $800. But now I see if I claim a child as my dependent, man, they're going to give me about twenty two, twenty three hundred. You see what I'm saying? And what I wanted to get at you about, man, is, you know, you let me claim as my son, you know, so I can go and get this good hold money. Up, bro, hold up, bro. Bro, I mean, with all due respect, bro, you talking about you want to claim my son on taxes. Hold on, bro. I don't even know you. Uh, you know, you're talking about you seen me at my son's basketball game. You might be the police for all I know, bro. He sound like the police. No, 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 no. It ain't, it ain't. Ain't nobody gonna come at you sideways like that, man. I ain't, I ain't trying to come like what I'm trying to say, man. No, they finna hit me off with this eight hundred. Well, see, I can get twenty three hundred, man. I, I kick you down two fifty. You understand what I'm saying, man? Everybody cool. Two fifty. You crazy? Now you sound like a joke, bro. Cause now you're insulting me. You telling me you want to claim my child for some where you owe money? I don't even know you, fool. So I can make two fifty, bro. I ain't trying to be on no. Bro, but when I claim my kids, I'm getting the same exact price you getting. I'm getting twenty three hundred too. So what the I look like taking two hundred dollars from I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Okay, but I'm the one stuck over here paying the eight hundred, man. I'm just acting like asking you to look out for a brother, man. You say look Yeah. Look out you know my check been cut from forty hours a week to thirteen hours a week and I still got these little Asking me for Jordan, Michael Jordan, they never put a dime. That's why I'm trying to hook you up with 250, man. Damn, you don't even see a good thing when it's coming at you, bro. Bro, I don't know what you talking about, bro. No 250, bro. When I claim these two little, I'm getting 2300 dollars a piece, bro. What you think I'm gonna take 250 from you for? I don't even know you like that. So man, you ain't got to you ain't got a trip, man. If you was my bro, you my people. You know, maybe we could do a little something. I can understand that. But, bro, you ain't going to give me no 250 when I'm getting the same thing they offering you, 2300 This government money, bro. So what is I'm supposed to do? What am I supposed to uh, do, Devin? Tell me that. I mean, bro, what you supposed to do is go out of your seat, claim that little every year, and you'll get what I get for these little that I'm feeding and clothing every day. That's what you're going to have to do. My hours done got cut from 40 to 15 hours a week. I had to go pick me up a little side hustle. You understand? You got to change your ways. You out here trying to get me locked up for a government scam. Bro. All I'm trying to do, man, is get this 800 off my back, dog. That's all I'm trying. Man, ain't nobody trying to get no trouble, man. Bro, hey. you still talking about getting you 800 and getting me locked up? Now, you got me I'm out here working hard to support my kids, man. Man, I ain't finna sit here and go through this with you no more, man. I ain't finna sit here and go through this with you no more. Is you gonna help me with this money or not? Bro, I ain't helping you with bro. I need. I see you on Saturday, bro, I'm gonna you up, bro. I promise you, bro. I need your son's social security number right now. That's what I need. Bro, let me tell you something, bro. What you look like, bro? You said you're a light-skinned and you gonna stop six foot. Bro, when I see you, when I step in that gymnasium, bro, I'm on your Bro, you ain't on my, you, you ain't on Blazers, You better bring that damn social security number. Think it's a game. I'm gonna come find him. Okay, cool. I got one more thing I need to say to you. Is you listening to me? I don't even know why this is on my phone, bro. Why I'm even talking to this fool? I got one more thing I need to say to you, man. Is you listening to me? Say your last statement you want on your tombstone, bro. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked, baby. <laughs> Who is this? <laughs>
This nephew Tommy, man. What's up, Devin? What's up, fool? You got me out here going crazy, hey, bro. Hey, man, you got, hey, do you got a boy that you work with named Yeah, crazy Put me up to this, man. <laughs> man, I'm a big <laughs> I get to work tomorrow, man. <laughs> Keep doing what you're doing. We need good daddies in the world, brother. Man, thank you, bro. Yeah. Hey, one more thing, man. I got to ask you. You got to tell me, man. What is the baddest radio show in the land? Man, Steve Harvey Morning Show, brother. <laughs> Y'all crazy, man. I'm a big <laughs> And there you have it. There you have it. Man. What you want on your tombstone, bro? Oh. Have your own. As soon as I get in that gym. <laughs> whooping your ass. <laughs> man. That was crazy, Ooh. Tommy. <laughs> you got to get you a little seed. Get your, your own seed. <laughs> yeah. Claim them. <laughs> and take care of them like, well, I'm, like I'm taking care of all these around here. Do your part, partner. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> all right. Thank you, nephew. Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, everybody, it's Junior. Listen, the Steve Harvey Morning Show and Walmart Family Mobile want to help you pay your bills this tax season. Uh-huh, that's right. We'll help you pay your bills. Enter for a chance to win a high-end smartphone, six months of Walmart Family Mobile service, plus $2,500 cash. That's right, 2,500 big ones. Enter and get rules at steveharveyfm.com. All thanks to Walmart Family Mobile. Get 40 gigabytes for under $40 a month from Walmart Family Mobile, powered by T-Mobile. Get all the info at steveharveyfm.com. Junior, you ready? I, absolutely. Is everybody Hell. ready? <laughs> yes. Hell no. Come on. Come on. It's time for Junior's poetry. Junior. Let's go. Let me, I love your poems, Junior. And thank I you, Jay. Love, and let me just tell y'all something. I'm doing something different this week. Uh-huh. Oh. Because uh, I'm growing as an artist. Uh-huh. And so I, I saw something. <laughs> I saw something definitely, definitely traumatic go on. Uh-huh. Oh. And it changed my thought process. I saw some coffee waste at Starbucks, and it decided pushed me actually into writing limericks. Yeah, and for those out there that don't know what a limerick is, a limerick is just a short story about an individual. Yeah, just real quick. Oh, you yeah. found out your ass wasn't a poet. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't last. Y'all. That was three weeks. So I changed over the limericks, and I just found I out like that. I like the growth in Thank you. you. Thank you, yeah, Jay. Yeah, you and so I just wrote some limericks about Shirley, you, Jay, mm-hmm. Tommy, and Carla. I just, you're an artist. Yeah, yeah. I, I just you because I know y'all. Mm-hmm. And oh, I know y'all can appreciate it. These are limericks, right? Yeah. Let Not, me start with Tommy, first okay. of all. Okay, it's yeah. a limerick about Tommy. Mm-hmm. There once was a man named Tommy <laughs> who walked around in nice silk pajamas. <laughs> he was quick to get mad and then turn back glad. Oh, Tommy is like a tsunami. I love it. <laughs> Ta-da! Okay. Well, it's the truth. It's the truth. I love it. It's the truth. Well, that Here's was one. right. That was right. That was right. <laughs> I, and I like to do one about my good friend, Jay Anthony Brown. I've, I've okay. grown to know Jay, working with Jay on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. I've grown to know him. And this is nice. what I found out. Um, okay. <clears throat> there once was a man named Jay. <laughs> Who had diabetes that would not go away? <laughs> he could not eat sweets, but he might lose his feet. But Steve hide his ass anyway. <laughs> <laughs> 
Here's one by Carla. Uh, okay. Just thought I'd do this I one. I really here. like that one. Uh, <laughs> I love that. My favorite. <laughs> there once was a lady named Carla. Uh huh. On the Steve show, she is the baller. Uh-huh. She keeps us so straight and well up to date. But uh-huh. Carla sometimes like to holla. <laughs> <laughs> I know everybody's been waiting on this one. This is the one I've been waiting to this do, one too. Right here. Come on, I want to Shirley. Oh, Shirley. Uh-huh. And I love you, sis. I really do. You, you might as well pick the crossbow up. <laughs> there once was a lady named Shirley. Uh-huh. She is real bougie and girly. <laughs> she keeps Steve real straight, and she loves her mate, but Shirley don't come in too early. Absolutely. <laughs> those are limerick. Keep it real, baby. Good job, there it is. Time is again, please. Yeah, I'll shoot one more time for yeah, you, Jay. Please, <laughs> There's once was a man named Tommy uh-huh. who walked around in silk pajamas. <laughs> He was quick to get mad and uh-huh. then turn back glad. Uh-huh. Oh, Tommy like a tsunami. <laughs> yeah. We don't know what we finna get. Uh-huh. Who in here today, y'all? Who in oh. here today? I think you got oh, okay. something with the liver. That, that's yeah. just it. Yeah, All right, Steve, let's get to the news. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Okay, thank you very much. In Minneapolis yesterday, George Floyd's longtime girlfriend, Courtney Ross, told the court how she met him. She says she was homeless and at her wit's end in a shelter where Floyd was a security guard. And she says he was tender and nice. We've been through so much, my sons and I. This kind person just to come up to me and say, can I pray with you? She was also asked about drug use since the defense already says that it's going to claim Floyd died because of an overdose and not from strangulation. Miss Ross told the prosecutor, yeah, they both had issues with pain. George Floyd had old football injuries and that they both were prescribed opiates, which they became addicted to. However, she said they both have been trying to kick the habit, trying very, very hard. Also on the stand yesterday, Derek Chauvin's supervisor, Sergeant David Proger, who was asked about the length of time that uh, Derek Chauvin kept his knee on Floyd's neck since when the medic arrived, he said that he tested Mr. Floyd and found that he was already dead, yet Chauvin wouldn't move off of the man. Based on your review of the body-worn camera footage, Uh, Do you have an opinion as to when the restraint of Mr. Floyd should have ended in this encounter? Yes. What is it? When Mr. Floyd was no longer offering up any resistance to the officers, they could have ended their restraint. And they said that that was after just five minutes, not nine. Testimony continues today. Well, it's like the old song, What a Difference a Day Makes. Uh, The head of Atlanta-based Delta Airlines now forcefully condemning Georgia's new voting rights law, the one which civil rights activists say is aimed at making it harder for black people to vote. A few days ago, Delta CEO said he was supportive of part of it. But after that, there were calls all over the Internet to boycott Delta Airlines. Yesterday, CEO Ed Bastian told CBS the folks have it all wrong. Some of the comments that were made were taken out of context. We were not supporting the bill. We were supporting the fact that we were exiting toxic provisions of proposed legislation. But when you put it all together, it did not match with what we said at the start we were looking to do. Well, he didn't say what they were looking to do exactly. And finally, at the movies, Godzilla versus Kong brought in nine and a half million dollars in its opening day Wednesday, an amount that would made it would have made it a flop before the world was introduced to a monster named COVID. But these days, it's the biggest opening 
opening day since the start of the pandemic. And that's even though people could see it for free on HBO Max. Meanwhile, the Coming to America sequel did really well for Amazon Prime Video. In fact, it was the most streamed title in the country the week it came out. And it was the first time Amazon Prime Video ever took the top slot. We're coming to America. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, he's here. Please introduce J. Anthony Brown to J. Anthony Brown. (laughs) Come on, Jay. (laughs) In keeping with the vein of Easter, why not do an Easter song? That's going to say it all. Because it's the day we go crazy with what we have to wear. Hit it. All right, fellas, I know it's Easter time. I know you're laying that stuff out on the bed. Standing back in the drawer, saying to yourself, wait till they see me in this. Shoes down at the bottom, hat at the top of your suit. Got your shirt up under the suit. You ready? You gonna kill him? It's Easter Sunday. I can't believe those awful suits I see. That color's out on ya. Hot yellow, pink, dried, and spike can green, plus coyote gray. Oh, yeah. Hey, bitch, you got magic one. The night before, <laughs> gonna kill him. Kill him. This gonna hurt him on Easter. Boy, I remember one year, man. I got me a white suit. My mama told me, "Boy, I don't want you to get no white suit." Mm-hmm. I had paper out. I get me. I'm getting a white suit. <laughs> white suit. I only had one pair of shoes. They was black. So I wanted a black shirt. Couldn't find a black shirt. Bought a white shirt and a box of Rit dye, and dyed it. I dyed the shirt. In church, got hot. The dye bleeding out the shirt into the suit. What? (laughs) Your mother told you. She told you. I'm sitting up in here, man, with this cheap ass shirt. I got (laughs) it. It's sweating. It's leaking. The dye is leaking onto the suit. Man, I was so hurt. Now my suit got these gray blotches on it. Oh, man. And you know, this is way full camouflage. I could not play at all. Uh -uh. (laughs) It's all going down Easter. You're absolutely right, man. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, everybody knows that Easter is on Sunday, which means it's time for the kids to give their Easter speeches. 
Here's yeah. some examples, yeah, for when Easter speeches go badly, okay? Today, we'll have speeches by Little Jay, mm-hmm. Little Junior, Hi. Mm-hmm. Little Tommy over there, <laughs> and look at him over there. Hi, Little Stevie. All right, this first speech will be by Little Jay. Okay, 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 okay. Easter is more than just bunnies. Okay, Easter is more than just bunnies and candy. Uh-oh. I got boo boo. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, that didn't go well. Okay, now it's time for little Junior. Little Junior? He is not here. He has risen, just as he said. Hey, Ma. Hey, Daddy. Bobby, there's my other brother and sister that Daddy told me not to tell you about. Hey, y'all. <laughs> There's a lot going on besides the fact that he has asthma. Um, uh, okay, uh, we need to have a speech by little Tommy now. Come on up, little Tommy. Here come Peter Cottontail, hopping down the bunny trail. Hey, there go Mr. Johnson. Mr. Johnson come over the house every day after Daddy go to work. Hey, Mr. Johnson! Oh, God! Oh, my God! <laughs> Mr. Johnson! You not waiting. Oh, God. Okay, every, everyone calm down. Uh, uh, it, now it's time for little Steve. Come on up, little Steve. Oh, jeez. The, the, the many years ago on, on the cross he died. Yes. Hey, Daddy. That's your boss, the one you call the big, fat, stupid bastard. Oh! <laughs> Goodness. Oh. All right. Okay. Oh, um, okay. Uh, quiet, everyone. Uh, let's get back to little Jay. Come on, come on little Jay. Uh, your turn. Uh. Okay. 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 He, he died, but on the, he died, he died, but on, he died, but on the seventh day, he rose. Hey, that's the guy to give daddy them little packs of sugar. Huh? Oh, yeah, the dope selling dope. Yeah. What the tiny packs that daddy put in his pocket. Okay, uh, moving. That's the guy. Hey. Okay, moving. Moving right along with our Easter program. Uh, it's time once again for Little Junior. Little Junior. He gave his life for us that we could be. <laughs> hey, that's the lady that comes out of the building that has dancers on it. <laughs> and daddy always give her money and says, this is for the baby. <laughs> <laughs> hey, lady. Can we ever get through her. this? Um, uh, <laughs> little Tommy, little little Tommy, you have your speech ready now? Your One, Tall ears, twinkly nose, tiny tail. Hey, Mommy and Dad, that's the lady that's got a little boy that looks just like me and Daddy. (laughs) Now, now, now. Hey. uh, uh, We'll end it right here uh, with with little Stevie, okay? (laughs) Well, we sure we ain't going to end it with this one because Easter is a day for dressing up. Hey, Dad, 
They're going to demand to give me $5 to stay downstairs to play video games. Hey, Mr. Carter, <laughs> thanks for the money. <laughs> they run out of another five next Friday. Okay. Uh... Daddy, you don't know him. That's, that's Mr. Carter. Uh, and that concludes. Daddy, 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 why are you choking Mr. Carter? <laughs> Happy Easter! Yes, that concludes Happy. our Easter program for Happy today, Easter. ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, everyone. Come on, boys. My mama fainted. <laughs> <laughs> All right, up next, guys, Tommy's prank phone call uh, right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after today's Strawberry Letter, uh, the subject, my man's daughter saw it all. Okay, that is the subject of of the Strawberry Letter for today. My man's daughter saw it all. Okay, but right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got, Neff? Shirley, this is Oak Priosity. (laughs) Calm it down, Carla. (laughs) Bagging out over here. (laughs) Classic. Give me a Curiosity. <laughs> Let's run it, cat. Let's go. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Marvin, please. Yes, Marvin speaking. Uh, Marvin, hi. I'm calling you from Doc's office. I'm actually the lab technician. Um, and you, you came in and got a physical, I guess, about a couple weeks ago? Yeah. Okay, and from my understanding, this is for your for your occupation, correct? Yeah. Okay, you, you're in that. What do you do for a living when you're a... Um... Oh, yeah, I'm a truck driver. Okay. Now, I was giving you a call about, I'm here looking at your records and all the testings that you actually went through. Um, wow. Let's see. Have you had any Have you had any activity or any problems around your navel area? No, everything's been fine. Okay. Everything's all right, huh? Yeah, everything's fine, but, I mean, you, you haven't had any any type of uh, nothing, no breakout or anything around your navel or whatsoever? No, nah, man. The second time you asked me about my navel. No, nah, everything's going straight, man. Okay. Trying to see what's going on, man. What's happening? Okay. Actually, you've been diagnosed with um, oak triositis. And oak triositis, oak triositis is actually a fungus that comes out of South America. And you, you, you have no activity whatsoever around your navel? No, man. Could ask you the same thing, man. Oak triositis. It's oak triositis, sir. And what? What do you say that? What that is is actually you. You. If you haven't had it yet, you say you haven't had any activity. There's going to be like a small little tree that's going to be growing from your navel. And it, it gets about six inches long, and it, it probably bears about, probably about 25 to 30 leaves on it. But it's very small. Whoa, whoa, run that back by me. You see a tree going to be growing out my navel. It, it's going to be a small tree, and uh, what's going to happen is I'm going to have to get you to come back in. Probably in the next month, we're going to need you to come in so we can check it out. But it's got to grow its fullest potential before we can actually do anything to it. Nah, I can't come in in no month. I got to come in today, man. Somebody got to tell no, we, me what's we, going we, on, we, man. We, get this problem resolved, man, because I'm going to get married, man. Well, we can't. It has to grow its fullest potential, sir. And uh, the full term is actually like about four weeks before we can actually. Man, I'm not waiting for no four weeks, man. Somebody got to come tell me something right now, nah, man. I ain't finna go marry man and have to fly out of town, man, and have something growing out my neighbor, man. Y'all going crazy, man. Sir, oak triositis is something that's very rare. We were actually getting this assignment from overseas in South America on how to treat this. Man, I don't give a damn. Where is it, man? Somebody's going to have to come give me some, some help right now, man. 
I'm finna get ready to get married, man. I'm not finna be putting up with it, man. Somebody in this office, man, got to come down here and do something for me, man. And what you say, if you say I can cut it out myself? Sir, the best I can do is probably trim it a bit, you know, and maybe knock a few leaves off, but I cannot touch the full stalk at all. Man, you can cut this put a Band-Aid, do something Sir, if you cut it, there's a possibility. You cannot, sir. If you cut it, there's a possibility of hemorrhaging, and you're going to really create a bigger problem than what you have already. Man, f*** that I'm trying to get this pulled out, man. You tell me can't nobody in that I'm driving down there to get this pulled out, man. I'm going to get married in two weeks, man. We're going to fly to Jamaica and can't now. Somebody can do this for me. I pull this off my Sir, you cannot pull it out. You're going to create. man. You're going to create a bigger problem if you try to pull it out, sir. The problem is already there. I'm trying to get this down, man. You mean to tell me that big hospital ain't now? That can help me? Sir, you want me to do, man? Sir, it's not something. I have poking out of my stomach, and you telling me it ain't you can do, man. Sir, oak triosis is not something that we treat all the time. Like I said, it hails from South America. So we got. I don't give a for the hell from. Great Britain. Somebody take hospital for me to come down here and help me pull this off, man. Sir, I understand what you're going through, but we have to let it grow its full term, which is four weeks, sir. The full man, root of it. Letting it grow, man. I ain't finna let grow, man. Finna go down right now, man. Y'all gonna have to do something, man. Sir, there's nothing we can do. We can probably trim it a little bit. You the trim. Get some chainsaw and cut this. Man, do something. Sir, there's nothing we can do at this point but sit back and wait and let it grow its full term, okay? Can we get I'm you I'm not to... doing no waiting, man. Somebody finna help me right now, man. Sir, can we get an appointment for you in the next four to five weeks? Can we do that? No, you got to get an appointment for me today. I'm finna get married, man. I'm finna fly to Jamaica. Man, I can't have no sticking out of me. I can't even sit at the airport, man. You gonna embarrass me like that, man. Have sticking out my neighbor. You crazy? Sir, I understand it, and like I said, oak triositis is very rare, and it's it's something that we haven't treated that many times here in the States. But overseas, the message that we're getting is that we need to let it grow its full term. So you may tell me, ain't nobody in America got oak tree. What the f*** is the name of that man? It's oak triositis, sir. So how the f*** I get it if don't nobody else in the America got it. Sir, I could not believe that you were coming up with oak triositis here in the States. It's it's something very rarely seen here. There's been two people in the past that's been diagnosed with this, and they actually passed away. So now you're telling me some going to die, and you're going to tell me three weeks. Man, I'm coming down another day, man. Somebody's going to do something for me, Sir, man. there's nothing that we can do today until four to five weeks of... Man, I got to go get married. I'm flying to Jamaica, man. Did you... What I just said, man. I'm hearing what you're saying, but I can't do anything if you don't see the tree already coming out of the navel yet. Cut the off. Somebody got to do something now. Damn, what you want me to do, man? I don't know what I want you to do, sir, but I have one more thing I can tell you. Yeah, well, what you got to say, man? Are you listening? I'm listening to you, man. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your boy Earl. Man, you got to be
Hey, man, I got one more thing to ask you, Marvin, man. What is the baddest, I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land? Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> Ugh, if you're listening, your ass is out the way. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you out of there. <laughs> how was it, y'all? Why do you always ask us that? I just got to know how you felt about it. You oh, know? you're the greatest. You're the king of pranks. Did you feel? Crazy. Did you feel anything? You're gonna get your butt whooped one day. Well, that's that's but yeah. it's fairly. That's why I do it. Ow. Oh. Yeah. Your ass is out the wind. We knew this was going to make Carla go crazy right here. All right? I love That's classic, baby. man. That's classic. Mm-hmm. That's classic. All right, baby. Uh, you're very welcome. Birmingham, Alabama, the nephew is coming to town to the Star Dome, baby. April 16th through the 18th. Tickets are on sale right now. Two shows Friday, two Saturday, and one on Sunday. Tickets are on sale right now. That is the Magic City Classic weekend. So if you're coming to the Classic, make sure you come by and see your boy, the nephew. I will be at the Star Dome putting it down for five shows, two Friday, two Saturday, and one on Sunday. That's right. Stupid is on his way back. Been a long time since Stupid grabbed that microphone but i'm ready i've been itching for it i've been crying for it i've been yearning for it and it's going down 16th through the 18th april baby star dome tickets on sale right now all right mm-hmm. <laughs> all right coming up next it is my strawberry letter for today this subject my man's daughter saw it all uh we'll be doing the strawberry letter when we come back right after this top of the hour let's go you're listening to the steve harvey morning show Right now, it is time for today's Strawberry Letter. If you need some advice on relationships, on dating, on work, on sex, on parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. Uh, was there anything you wanted to add to that, no, sir? If you don't send us these letters, uh. you'll never be famous. <laughs> we will be real losers. Is that what you said, Carl? This could be your only yes. chance at fame. If you come on and send us these damn letters. We could With be that stupid. being said. Yeah, we could be reading your letter on the air just like we're going to read this one right now. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. Subject, my man's daughter saw it all. Uh, Dear Stephen Shirley, my fiancé and I have been together for a while, but we don't live in the same city. So we do everything we can to spice Keep the spice in our relationship. We spend flirt we send flirty texts and explicit pictures and when we're together it is on and popping. The texts and pictures we send are so raunchy, risque and vulgar that a porn star would blush. We can't help it. Well, now we have a big problem. My man has a 15-year-old daughter, and I have always had a great relationship with her until recently. When she went through her daughter's phone, her father's phone, and saw it all. Since then, she does not want anything to do with me or her dad. She has not visited him since this incident. I have reached out to her, but she will not speak to me. I am so hurt because she thought of me as her stepmom, and I called her my daughter. My man is crushed, and he doesn't know what to do. By the way, she has been punished several times for going through other people's things, but this time is different. I do now know how, I do not know how to fix this or if it can be fixed. I think my man could be doing more to help. 
He's got to step up or his relationship with his daughter may not ever be the same. I need some real advice on how to handle this and keep my family together. Please help. Wow. Uh, dear please help. Yeah, this is a, a, a mess right here. This is a big problem. Um, this young lady has been punished already for going through people's things. And, you know, that's the problem when you go through people's things. A lot of times you find what you don't want to um, find and you see what you don't want to see or what you'd never think in a million years you would see. This is her dad. She's traumatized. This is her her uh, soon-to-be stepmom that, uh, you know, she highly looks up to. And at a 15-year-old, she as a 15-year-old, she cannot process this. It's hard for her to process so th- this is a, a, ma- a major problem for everybody all around. And quite frankly, um, you know, I, d- I don't know what to tell you to do. Um, you know, you want to keep your family together. Maybe you can start with some sort of family therapy. You know, you got to try and talk to this this young girl and see if you can get through to her on a different level. I mean, but it's going to be hard because she's seen you like this. So, you know, you, you got to talk about the respect level now. You got to talk about the fact that um, she sees you as probably somebody nasty and just someone that she doesn't want to deal with. You know, she's so disappointed and upset with her dad. But I, I think in this instance, you and her dad are going to have to sit her down and talk to her, especially her dad. But give it a little time. Let some time go by. And then maybe, maybe you can all come to the table and, and have a conversation. You know, tell her it was an accident. You didn't mean to. Uh, for her to see all of this. And, um, you know, I, I don't know. This is this is a tough one for me, Steve. <laughs> Not for you. Yeah. It ain't <laughs> nothing you can do. Yeah, it's nothing. That is nothing. You can do. Let's just start with the fact. Mm. Can't turn it down just a little bit. Because what I'm about to say need everybody's undivided attention. (laughs) Okay. Come on, let's hear it. This is crazy. What you got? Here's the whole letters in this right here. We send flirty texts Mm -hmm. and explicit pictures. And when we're together, it's on and popping. Here is the killer. The text and pictures we send are so raunchy, risque, and vulgar Vulgar. that a porn star would blush. I done done it. I done done it. What she's saying is what Stormy Daniels did with President Trump ain't nothing. Nothing. (laughs) Wow. Y'all been doing photo photo shoots and Setups from Black Tail Magazine. <laughs> what? Black Tail? I ain't heard that in years. Yeah, that's how raunchy yo was. Black Tail was a black porno magazine with no makeup artist. <laughs> no with CGI. no, no touch-ups on photo. <laughs> we taking this picture, we printing it. We ain't got money for touch-up. Mm, mm, mm. Stretch marks, bullet wounds. <laughs> Uh, bruising, <laughs> cuts, oh varicose God. veins. Wow. All of it. Yeah. Bite marks. Now, what my question to you is, when you say raunchy, risque, mm. and vulgar, That's what that a porn star would blush, mm-hmm. let me ask you a couple questions. You obviously have sent a picture where your right foot was on the floor. Well, 
Where was your left foot? <laughs> she did not put that in the letters, Steve. I'm just asking, because how raunchy is we talking? <laughs> Very. She said it. If your left foot, let me explain something to you, God. was higher than your pelvic in that picture right there, ooh, that's raunchy. <laughs> that's Getting raunchy. there. <laughs> now, now, now that we've covered, now, that's risque. That's risque. Now that you got your foot up higher than your pelvic, what would make it raunchy? Mm. What did you do? Well, oh, now you start, that had movement in it. Mm-hmm. Raunchy is movement. So you done sent a video. Okay, uh, we'll we have part back, two. we come back, we'll cover this. Yeah, uh, Steve's response coming up at 23 after the hour. Subject, my man's daughter saw it all. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. Subject, my man's daughter saw it all. This 15-year-old girl that broke into her daddy's phone. Mm. And since they live apart in a relationship, they send each other explicit pictures. The texts and pictures we see in are so raunchy, risque, and vulgar that a porn star would blush. We can't help it. Well, the problem is the girl done found the picture. And since she didn't saw it, she don't want anything to do with me or her daddy. Nasty. <laughs> Nasty. Now, we done punished this girl before for going through other people's things, but this time it's different. I don't know how to fix it or it can be fixed. This can't be fixed. But now, let's reiterate. You sent a picture that was raunchy, risque, and vulgar. My breakdown is how the picture was the three things. Risque picture is your foot is on the floor. (laughs) Your right foot is flat on the floor. Uh Your left foot is somewhere up higher than your pelvic. That makes for a risque picture. What made the picture raunchy, raunchy, was you put that special effect on it where you was air humping real fast. You was boomeranging your picture. Now you got that in there. (laughs) Then what made it vulgar was something was in your hand. Or the only other thing you could have been doing was Uh you naked and you barefoot. You on your toes on your right foot, but your left foot is flat up against that wall. (laughs) I'm talking about flat up against that wall. So that's the breakdown between risque, raunchy, and vulgar. Yeah, now you done done all this here. Wow. And you turning around, talking back over your shoulder (laughs) at the camera. And you didn't mention his name, so the little girl think it's her. Now all she see and you, yeah, and you got plenty, plenty what, you know, to look back. Oh, when she looked back there, she could damn near see it. Yours probably, and when you got your leg up that high, you damn near got you look right over your shoulder and right behind your shoulder, flat out, daddy. That's why she don't want to talk to nobody now. Now the girl don't want to talk to y'all because her damn daddy. It's just as nasty yeah, as shit. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. And I'm going to tell you one thing. My daddy did something pornographic around me one time. I would not pornographic to me, uh-huh. just around me, uh-huh. which would have been, today would have been pornographic. Okay. My daddy was woke up naked one night and went in the refrigerator, and I was coming downstairs to use the bathroom. Uh-huh. And he was standing in the refrigerator drinking out of the ice water bottle <laughs> naked. <laughs> and I saw it. You were traumatized. And, I, and we didn't have money for therapy. <laughs> so I'm just going to be honest with you. I still ain't over it. I'm still 
Being locked down. Yeah. He traumatized. Yeah, he Even with the around. light that he had wasn't as bright as today's he light, turned but you around still saw enough, right? at me. <laughs> we made mouth? eye contact. Yeah. Oh, oh. And then when he saw me, uh-huh. he continued to drink <laughs> and put his damn hand on his hip. <laughs> that that was pornographic like to me. Uh, <laughs> so, that refrigerator light. You know, it, it was very different yeah, for me back then, so I didn't have to worry. Mm. about it and so i was traumatized this girl is traumatized yeah she is she not talking to you or her daddy y'all got to get in therapy yeah definitely but she probably ain't gonna want to go With i mean them. i mean well <laughs> even if she go by herself what's she gonna do what yeah. y'all gonna do y'all gonna take the pictures and discuss each one <laughs> but you know she's you gone back talk and about told, your intent told her mom well maybe not she might not have told she's her in trouble mama. for looking yeah because yeah. she didn't got in trouble Ain't no need of whooping her, punishing her for this. Because if y'all hadn't been sending all that nasty mess. And what code your fiance got? Where a 15-year-old can get in it. I know. Well, you know. You got kids. Why is a 15-year-old phone. with his phone? That's what I want to yeah. know. Thank yeah. you. Uh-huh. Yeah. You gotta have her own phone. But, I mean, she has a problem, obviously, with being nosy and yeah. going well, through other people's well, things. Well, nah, nosy, then got you in there. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Now you're shell shocked. Yeah, she's looking for something. But in due time, this will heal. It will. It will heal in time. Because she's going to go off to college. Her own activities will begin. And what y'all doing will pale in comparison to what these kids out here doing right now. I'm telling y'all right now. You think they'll get married? Who? The lady who wrote the letter and her fiancé yeah, that's in yeah, the picture. Yeah, yeah, they got to yeah. get married. <laughs> because that little girl will probably screenshot them pictures and send them to her phone. Yeah, that little girl right there. Yeah, they're probably going to have to go on and get married and all that. So I I, I don't know. We we, we really yeah, can't help this is, this you. Is I don't something. know what to tell you. I don't know how, how nasty how? was you. Hey, <laughs> you did something. Like so risque, raunchy, and vulgar. There's so, levels okay, to that. So, uh, there's levels. So let me guess what another picture. You was on. You was naked on a bike. <laughs> on a bike? Naked where? Like her stationary bike? Yeah, she was naked on stuff. She was exercising. And <laughs> on a, a video. Peloton? Yeah, on, on, on the uh, Tour to de France bike. <laughs> <laughs> and you done got you. extra jiggy with it. You done took the seat off. <laughs> <laughs> Now, you done sent that picture. Now, that poor little girl in all types of things. I feel sorry for the little girl. Yeah. Because she trying to get her mind wrapped uh-huh. around how nasty you and her her damn daddy is. And, Steve, no one wants to see their parents. Nobody oh, wants no to. one wants to see Ever. their parents like no. that. Ever. No. You really don't want to see your mom. You don't want to no. see them. No. And, you, no. and you definitely don't want to hear them, but that's no. a whole nother show. So. <laughs> Email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM or at My Girl Shirley. Okay, uh, we'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Steve is here, of course, with things you'll see on Easter Sunday. I've been going to church a lot of years on Easter, and it's the most fascinating time for me. Because you see stuff at the church that you really shouldn't see. Like people in lime green Uh, that that should not be in lime green. You're wrong for this. I mean, it's shocking. A lot of lime, a little bit of lime goes a long way. Yeah. Just a little bit. Not a lot. You got that little baby, beautiful black baby, walking around with that day glow lemon yellow dress on. (laughs) Day glow lemon yellow. You're going to see colors 
that you did not know existed. <laughs> I mean, you just, what is that, herbalish? <laughs> what? Herbal-ish. What is that, herbalish? That's orange and colors. Yeah, that's when you be going, what is that? That's orangutan. What? Orangutan. <laughs> you just don't know what's going on. You're going to see little boys uh-huh. with knickers on because they mama thought it was cute. <laughs> yeah. And little boy can't go around the rest of them boys. <laughs> your punk ass doing them pants on. Why your pants on to your What is you? You a pilgrim? <laughs> Here's something else you're going to see way. Way too many barrettes in this baby's head. Oh, I've seen that. It's yeah. just way too many damn barrettes in this baby head. It's just over, baby walking around the- just clacking. <laughs> Her head heavy. Uh huh. Uh huh. She cries. She got Here's something you're gonna see at somebody's house. What? That's just too much damn pineapple on that head. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shouldn't have been here with all this damn pineapple. Where, where the hell, man? You can't see the hell. Trying to disguise this dry ass hell. <laughs> <laughs> what else, Steve, you're going to see? You're going to see an Easter bunny. Mm. In street shoes. Oh, he's going to have Because, you know, in the hood, you don't have the money for the feet, too. Yeah, you don't have the bunny feet. For the entire album. He's just up in here with some black Tom McCann street shoes on. He got some Flosham's on. New balance. No, Flosham. No, no. Street shoes, baby. He Flosham. You're going to see a fat man Uh with a too small jacket on and a little man with a too big jacket on. (laughs) Yeah, you always see that. (laughs) Coming up, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, fellas, time for comedy roulette. Uh, Jake, quickly set this up again, please. You test us every week. Mm -hmm. You test our comedy ability. Give us five subjects. Put them on the wheel. Spin the wheel. Where it stopped, we can do it. What you got? All right, let's go. What you got? Here are the topics. Number one, people I hate on my job. Oh, man, everybody can do that. Uh, That's easy. Number two, your mama keeps hitting on me. That's (laughs) nice. I like that. Number three, I thought they was dead already. This for you, (laughs) sure. Number four, Jehovah's Witness. (laughs) Number five, people with a clean house. Yeah, we did people with a nasty. Yeah, we did people with a nasty. Put them on the wheel, spin the wheel. What you got? Spin the wheel, cat. What you got? (laughs) People I hate on my job. Let me have it. Let me have it first. Here I go. You know the people on your job who uh-huh. bring that food item that don't nobody want any damn way. Oh, yeah. But they uh-huh. all bougie about it. First of all, don't nobody like pumpkin pie. <laughs> all right? <laughs> nobody. Nobody. Why they bring it to work and then make an announcement, nobody. hey, I got a slice of pumpkin pie in there. Don't touch it. You ain't got nothing to worry about. Right. It's pumpkin <laughs> yeah. pie. What else you got, Junior? I'll tell you what I don't like. I don't like people that I work with that act like they healthier than you. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, that's, that's an issue for me. You know, if I'm sick, he's sick. He ought to act like he, he more healthy than me, but he got eight toes. He didn't tell nobody that, though. I just want you to know. He ain't toed in here. Now, I ain't talking about nobody I know. That, but you just hate them, But I just hate them. <laughs> we equally sick. What you got, Come on, Come on Neff. What you got? I can't stand the dude that, 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 that rat on you when you clock out an hour early. <laughs> you and him, you thought you had it cool with him until you get halfway home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dog, they uh, they looking for you. Wait, wait, wait. What do you mean? How they know I'm gone? How they know I'm gone? Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, Steve. Steve, what you got? I don't like people who send you videos, uh-huh. email you videos mm-hmm. of their mm-hmm. life. Dang, really <laughs> <laughs> that just got personal. I don't know where that came from. It got real. It got real. real. The topic is people I hate on my job. Let's go, Uh, Jay. You know what? The people I hate on my job, and not only are they sicker than you, Mm -hmm. but they have functions to raise money about how damn sick they are. We don't have nothing for diabetics. We ain't running. We ain't making speeches. We ain't out there doing that. We don't have a month or nothing. Therefore, with you having a day Uh or a month or a marathon, to me, just to me, Uh you are sicker than me. Me. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know what I like about my job? What? You know, I, know, I know some sick people on the job. I'm not calling no names. I ain't telling no lies. I ain't, I ain't there. But I don't like people that got diabetes that act like type 2 is better than type 1. <laughs> really care for all that. Yeah. You know, they seem like they just really all that. You know, they, you know, I take my medicine. Yeah, I don't shoot my medicine. Yeah. But they talking to other sick people about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You really still own medicine. <laughs> Ain't my fault you done fat ass ate your way out. <laughs> How you mad at me? Yeah. Okay, you was at one point no diabetes. You bypassed yeah. one with right on to now. two. That's all I'm saying. I'm not talking about nobody. Yeah. Oh my job. <laughs> what you got? What you got, Tommy? Oh, I can't stand nobody. I can't stand nobody on my job. Who a millionaire, and every time they come to work, they always, oh, I'm going through. What is you going through? You ain't going through. Oh, the Lord testing me. He ain't testing you. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Oh, I'm going through. Ooh, y'all don't know what your boy going through. God, dog. Man, they had your boy out there. God, dog. Man, I'm going to make it through this. Ooh, man, they trying to test no, your boy. No, no. How is they we'll testing you when you no, we'll sitting on all, all right. this stuff? Hey, come this back. Ooh, all these champagne-ass products. <laughs> all right, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So, Steve, you got the versus battle on Sunday. What's happening? I don't like your energy about it. Uh, I know, but I'm you know, nervous. I don't know where that's coming from, Because I'm nervous. You got this yeah. now. <laughs> I, no. The world got this versus. <laughs> no. This ain't about Steve. I ain't it's the, the culture. One. It's, Dog, the, culture. Yeah, it's it the, is culture. the culture. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Is every player, <sighs> player rat, yes. don't miss hustler, it's so don't much miss. gambler, going on. Yeah. yeah. Every person that's ever been described with your cool ass. Yes. <laughs> yes. This is fun. cool people music. You this is only for the cool. Business. 
the this coolest the president cool ever you. will be listening. I'm sure. Oh, dog, president Barack how? Obama. Yeah. <laughs> what you mean? How? What? How he how ain't? Mean, uh -huh. how, how he ain't? <laughs> how he ain't listening? Earth, wind, and fire. Condoleezza Rice gonna be listening. Oh, that's my girl. <laughs> Condoleezza Rice, her favorite group is Earth, Wind & Fire. Her favorite song is my favorite. She got the same favorite song as me. That's the way of the world. We got the same birthday. Y'all don't what? know who gonna be. And D-Nice is DJing. I didn't know that. D-Nice live. Yeah. He DJ. Man, stop. Yes. Dog, they bringing out all the He's guns. You gonna shut down the internet, Steve. You are. Well, I hope this they do. Whew, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. You should be nervous. I am. But I why are you mad? Because it's about to go down. Yes, it is. You're nervous about how you're going to carry like a fight. All right. <laughs> Coming up, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. Oh, Lord. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, he's here. Please introduce J. Anthony Brown to J. Anthony Brown. <laughs> Come on, Jay. <laughs> In keeping with the vein of Easter, why not do an Easter song? That's going to say it all. Because it's the day we go crazy with what we have to wear. Hit it. All right, folks, I'm not tasting time. I'm laying that stuff out on the bed. Standing back in the drawer, saying this up. Wait till they see me in this. Shoe down at the bottom. Hat in the top of your suit. Got your shirt up under the suit. You ready? You gonna kill him? It's Easter Sunday. I can't believe those awful suits I see. That color's out on ya. Hot yellow, pink stripe, and sprite can green plus coyote gray. Oh, yeah. Bitch, you got magic one. That jacket is way too long. All them damn buttons, you know. The night before, <laughs> gonna kill him. Kill him. Just gonna hurt him on Easter. <laughs> I remember one year, man. I got me a white suit. My mama told me, "Boy, I don't want you to get no white suit." Mm -hmm. I had paper out. I get me. I'm getting a white suit. <laughs> white suit. I only had one pair of shoes. They was black. So I wanted a black shirt. Couldn't find a black shirt. Bought a white shirt and a box of Rit Dye. And died it. I died this shirt. In church, got hot. The dye bleeding out the shirt into the suit. What? Your mother told you. She told you. I'm sitting up in here, man, with this cheap ass shirt. I got it. He's sweating. 
It is leaking. The dye <laughs> is leaking onto the suit. That's man, amazing. I was so hurt. Now my suit got these gray blotches on it. <laughs> oh, man. And you know, this is way full camouflage. Man. <laughs> I could not play at all. Uh-uh. All right, Steve, coming up, closing remarks right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are, last break of the day. It's been a fun day today, guys. Yeah, <laughs> really fun. fun. Yes. Yeah, great letter. <laughs> I know. Yes. <laughs> I love when Steve and I disagree, though. <laughs> All right, Steve. Uh, we've had a great day, like I said, and um, it, it's time for your closing remarks. And you're going to do something special today. Yeah, I'm going to do something a little bit different today. You don't know what music means to me. I'm actually an expert in music. I really, really am. It's not that I sing or play. It's that I'm an expert of the sound of music. I know good music. I know real music. I've picked, I can't tell you how many hits. I love music. But I love nothing, nothing like I love Earth, Wind & Fire. So Maurice, before he passed, his book is called Timeless. At first it was called Head to the Sky. Then they changed it to Be Ever Wonderful. Well, they changed it again to Timeless. But he asked me to write the forward to the book. I wrote the forward my own way. I turned it in. The writer gave it back to me, scrubbed up. I said, this isn't what I wrote. He said, Mr. Harvey, we can't print that. I'm telling you how I feel about her winning fire. I can't write it no other way. He said, well, I'm sorry, we can't do it. I said, well, tell Maurice I appreciate it, man, but I can't write nothing else. They went back to Maurice. Maurice said, you let Steve Harvey write however he want to write about us because we mean something to that man. I've introduced Earth, Wind & Fire. I was with him when they had the ceremony for putting their hands in the sidewalk out in L.A. in front of the guitar store. I did the Lifetime Achievement Award for them. They know how I feel about them. So I wrote the forward. Today, I'm going to read you what I wrote about Earth, Wind & Fire. This is what I wrote. I said, to write about how I feel about Earth, Wind & Fire, a musical group that has meant more to me than any other is a true blessing. The band's music is stored in my soul. I first heard the group when I was in high school. I never forgot the power of the album, Head to the Sky. The song that I absolutely loved was This World is a Masquerade. It remains my jam. By the time I got to college, I was all over them. As a freshman at Kent State, I vividly remember walking into a store called the Cucumber Castle and buying Earth, Wind & Fire's That's the Way of the World for $3.95. At the time, it broke me, but it was well worth it. More than four decades later, Earth, Wind & Fire's music is by far the most played music of my life. Love's Holiday, That's the Way of the World, Can't Hide Love, and Be Ever Wonderful are in my personal top ten. Earth, Wind & Fire is simply one of the greatest living groups, period. No one put together lyrics to a melody like they did. No one put harmony to sound and rhythm like they did. No one added horns in the way they did. No one but no one messed with our minds about love and life like they did. They remained so thoroughly committed to soul, yet had a universal sound and appeal. On top of all that, they knew how to show. I can't express how fully and completely this band has touched my being. They have moved me beyond words over the years. Their lyrics interpret and convey my emotions. 
and in harmony. They sing my feelings exactly as they are in words that could not have said it better. I've shared the music with my three sons, age ranging from almost adult to their mid-20s. I was excited when they all put several albums in their iPod. It made me smile. It is an honor to be asked to endorse Maurice White's amazing life story of how he took his band from conception to legendary status. The book is rich in tales of brothers in song. That damn Verdine the bass white. Philip, have mercy, Bailey, and the rest of the heaven-sent band. God was right on time when he hooked up their skills. My interpretation of the elements is this. Earth, because they grow on you. Wind, because they move you in one loving direction. And fire, because they set your heart aflame. Hands down, earth, wind, and fire is the greatest group of all time. Maurice, I love and appreciate you at the highest level. This book made me smile over and over again, learning the behind the scenes of your music, getting a chance to hear your thoughts behind the lyrics and matching them up with mine. Maurice, thank you for all you've done for the world of music. Thank you for the insight. Thank you for your gift, not only for me, but to all of us. Thank you for honoring the love the way you did. For real music that will never die, fade away, or go out of style. This thing you did is timeless. Thank you for letting God use you to do what you were born to do. Most people go through life never knowing what they were brought here to do. But you did it, man. And you did it like no one else. Not before and not since. I'm just glad God allowed me to live to hear it for myself. Because Lord have mercy, there ain't nothing like your music. Woo, drop that mic, baby. Yeah. Woo! Give me some. Yes. I mean, bye. That's how I feel about Joe. That's how you feel about Joe. That's how you feel about Joe. Yes. Y'all gonna get cussed out like Taylor Swift. You say that. You gonna say Irwin and Fry and Joe see the same damn breath? Y'all have a great weekend. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 